What we need right now is a clear message to the people of this country. This message must be read in every newspaper, heard on every radio, seen on every television. This message must resound throughout the entire interlink. I want this country to realize that we stand on the edge of oblivion. I want every man, woman and child to understand how close we are to chaos. I want everyone to remember why they need us. <laughs> the fuck is with this guy? Who is he? I'm your huckleberry. The decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. If fool me, we can't get fooled again. So you smart, huh? No. I thought your hair would be bigger. It says on your chart that you're fucked up. Uh, you talk like a fag, and your shit's all retarded. So, just chill out. You know, drink a 7-Up, eat a moon pie, quit murdering people. You have smoked yourself retarded. It's a big club. And you ain't in it. I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight. And then watch the hair come back up again. What is your major malfunction, num nuts? And welcome to the Monday Night Master Debaters. I hope you all survived Thanksgiving. And I say survived from a caloric intake standpoint because most people eat and drink themselves into oblivion. And uh, you notice people start coming down with illnesses and all that fun stuff and might have something to do with our diet after Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's and all that fun stuff. But hey, we got too much going on in the world to worry about health right now. So <laughs> we're we're gonna get to the important stuff. Like we got we got uh you know ex-Palestinian Israeli uh State Department officials getting arrested and charged with hate crimes. We got a another movie from the makers of uh what was the one with the children trafficking out of the shadows? That one sound of free- oh, out of the shadows or sound of freedom. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Sound of freedom. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, the best part. I cannot wait to have you guys seen the Alex Jones video game. No, it yeah, is man. absolutely classic. We're going to have to go through that because it's like Contra man, for conspiracy people. Yeah. And then, oh, dude. I found this thing and it is the wildest thing ever. Did you ever think you could make have jewelry made out of your jizz? 
Yeah. Ooh. I mean, not. I mean, it, the corn has ruined your jizz. So, dude, there are there is a woman who makes cummy bear necklaces, and I, we I saw that. that. Yeah, <laughs> dude, yeah. it's at it. It's outrageous. But oh man, we got Chris from Rained Out Rancast joined us tonight. What's up, man? What's going on, guys? Dude, you were talking before about all that crazy censorship shit, and you know. It's funny because I uh, here and let me play this. This it, you guys heard about the uh, the ex Obama, you know, U.S. State Department yep. official guy that being fucking ah uh, dude. I sent this right over the dude. He was being an asshole too. They were like kind of being assholes back and forth. Yeah, I sent this over right to Ghost because this guy's yeah. like cunt of the century. We we used it. We played it. It'll be yeah. out tomorrow. Like, so, uh, so this guy here, Mr. Su- Stuart Seldowitz, listen to this guy. You support terrorism. Listen, go. I'm not support something. You do you support terrorism. Oh, this You're is a terrible person. You kill children, not me. What? Go. My kids? What about my kids? You kill children, not me. Go. I didn't kill children. Okay, what well, I see you here. You know why? If we killed 4,000 Palestinian kids, you know what? It wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. Go, go. What? Go. No, no. Muhammad was a child molester. Go. It says in the Hadith. Do you read the Hadith? Go. Do you I'm read gonna the Hadith? Call, I'm going to call the police. How go. old was Aisha when, when Muhammad married her? It's not her? your business. Go. No, I'm asking you. Go. She was six. And then she, he tried to have sex with her when she was nine. And her hair fell out. It says that in your own holy book. Go, please. No, no. You go. You go. What's your name? What's my name? Yeah. Muhammad. Your name Muhammad? Yeah. Are you sure? That's yes. kind of funny. Are you there legally? Go. <laughs> Why should I go? It's a free country. It's not Egypt here. Okay, I'm going to go to the police. Go. Why? The Muhabarat wants your picture. Okay, yalla, go. Wait, yeah? man. He keeps coming back. Yeah. You know the Muhabarat? Hmm? The Muhabarat. No, I don't know. You don't know? I just speak English. No? Yeah, go, go. Muhammad in, in Egypt will get your parents. Go, go, go. Does yeah. your father like his fingernails? They'll, they'll take them out one by one. Yalla, go, go, go. Why should I go? Why should I go? Tell me why I should go. He's a piece of shit. I'm standing here. I'm an American. I have free. It's a free country. It's not like Egypt. Just smile for me. Mm-hmm. Did you rape your daughter like Muhammad did? Hmm? Did you rape your daughter like Muhammad? I speak English. You only speak English? No, no English. No. You don't speak English? Yes. Alright, well, that's, that's, see, that just shows how ignorant you are. Because, you know, Muhammad was a rapist. It says in the, in the Hadith, in, oh, your, in your holy book. Oh, Muhammad. What? Oh, Muhammad. Muhammad, your, your prophet. You know who he is. My prophet? Yeah. He was a rapist. He raped Aisha. Does it say that in the Hadith or not? You know that? I do speak English. What? No English. You don't speak English? Mm-hmm. What do you speak? What do you speak? You speak Arabic? The language of the Quran? The Holy Quran? That some some people use as a toilet? <laughs> what do you think of that? People who use the, to- the Quran as a toilet? Does it bother you? <laughs> Does it bother you? Tell me the truth. And it's that cunty, cunty, fucking like laugh of his, right? Yeah, shit eating Clinton. 
Yeah. And the thing is, like, I, I, I put that this dude deserves some prison loving and people are like prison what are you a communist you want to throw him in jail for speech i'm like no i don't want him to go to prison i want street justice for this guy i want somebody to go up and just spin this guy's cap around because that's all he needs he the only reason he's he can do that is because he knows those guys are not going to do anything to him yeah well he's got he's probably getting sent to a re-education camp now Maybe well, I mean, Hockles, one of hair schools or something. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, he, he has York. every right to say that shit, obviously. Yeah. But but I mean, it would be great if he Which didn't one feel said they killed kids first. He did. The the Jewish guy. No. That, that yeah, cut in that cut in like mid conversation after he had, you know, talked about how they I'd killed like all these Israeli the kids was actually a Mexican guy. That would be ironic. He's just (laughs) turns out he was serving burritos and this guy, but like he knew like these guys were Egyptian, like, and it was different carts. Apparently he had done this to multiple and these were only a couple that were filmed. And then he ended up getting arrested for harassment and threatening and shit like that. And like, I dude, I don't care. I don't want this guy to get arrested, like go to jail, go to prison for this. I want him to fucking face real justice you know i prison does nothing for pieces of shit like this he's probably got got the money to get out of jail you know oh yeah he's he's, he didn't go to jail did he's in new york dude doesn't he just like they fingerprint him and send him on his way right uh i don't know what did they do to him let me see here i I mean it's new york he just got to go to one one of Catherine hockle's inoculation information schools or whatever she's launching did you know they did a study for the the most the least free states in the United States of America that came out last week? Guess what the top two are? California, New York. Bing, bing, bing. I knew it. At least they're honest. Yeah. Well, what's funny is they released that study and immediately Hockle's sitting there going, yeah, we've got to uh, stop the hate speech. So we're sending a task force to start monitoring social media. Right. And then she goes, uh, uh, like what two days after that she goes oh yeah now we're we're starting a task force to go into the schools and inoculate the children with the right information so there they you don't, go yeah this is this is her right here oh, 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 oh. the one with the vaccine she's not wearing her vaccine necklace anymore so oh i was disappointed with that that was like a one-hit wonder but it was good while the director of division of homeland security and emergency services to develop Media literacy tools for K through 12 in our public schools. This will teach students and even teachers to help understand how to spot conspiracy theories and misinformation, disinformation, and online hate. Start talking about what we're seeing out there. Give the teachers the tools they need to help these conversations in school. And by teaching younger New Yorkers about how to discern between digital fact and digital fiction, we can better inoculate them from hatred and the spread of it and help prepare them for a very fast-moving and often confusing world. Mm. I love that. I mean, they're doing it in California, too. So, Yeah, the digital fact versus digital fiction. That's the new way they're going to, you know, rewrite history like they did in 1984.
You know, they're, oh, that was, that's digital fiction. And you see that now with, you know, uh, social media posts. You get these arbitrary people that don't have to, you know, stand by it saying that, oh, this is false information. And the quote unquote fact checkers flag it as false information or misleading information. What's misleading? You know, like yeah, that's I mean, it, like, what do they decide? What is misleading enough to correct and what like? Because all they do is misinform. They're informed. Yeah. <laughs> you see the they released photos from the when Obama killed Osama on <laughs> all day, May 1st, like 2013, 12 or no, it was 12. It was before the Smith Mundak. It was leading into the full on propaganda machine. But like they released pictures again, right? And they released the one of them sitting in the war room or whatever and Hillary going, oh. Which was a fucking fake. I mean, like they and in the caption it even says it again that they fucking were in the war room watching Osama. Wait, Obama. Obama kill Osama. What? <laughs> Obama. It gets Obama. confusing, right? It does get confusing. Lots of Arabs killing each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. But that dude, like, like we were talking about, you know it'd be nice always to get the full context of the video i'm not sticking up for the guy he seems like a total asshole he deserves to get his ass kicked we should bring back you know normal violence like that not murders and shit but i mean this dude should be able to go weird, out there and, and i don't rock know if you, this guys, you don't get you guys don't go live out do you or nothing no we're in a no. weird spot when you say stuff like that like i what? just had a dude just get arrested right down the road for probably saying something similar Inside. We're saying that someone should be able to go and hit someone in the mouth if they're saying horrible things to them. Yeah. Well, that's where I, we're I, at right now. That's what's fucked up. And it is, Chris, because you even think about it. I mean, people are getting arrested for words. Yes. And and versus actual I violence. I was screaming about this last Tuesday. Yeah. Like, fucking because you have these, like, you guys know January 6th guy, the Q shaman. Yeah. Right. He's blocked me now. We had him on the show. Right. New footage come out since we've had him on the show. Right. So baked Alaska shit come out and I spotted Jacob right away. Right. But he's in a suit. It's Jacob. It's not the fucking Q shaman on January 5th. But he's within distance of Ray Epps. Ray Epps and Jacob are in the same frame. Being filmed by baked Alaska. And all I did was put the video and go, hey, why were you here as Jacob? Right. And he fucking blocked me. Anyways. He keeps talking about he kept tweeting out about free speech. Well, I would take him in this thing about this dude right down the road from me and nobody unless they have a platform. Right. These all these alt media fucking free speech fuckers, unless the person has a platform like Owen Schroer or um, shit, baked Alaska, which he didn't even like nobody really. I guess they were. He's now back. Anyways, unless they have a platform for them to be on, they don't give a fuck. I even got a hold of this dude who ran for Congress here who had messaged me wanting me to help him with some shit. And I'm like, I don't think because he's a Christian lawyer, dude. Right. They have <laughs> this Christian lawyer thing. Well, I hit him up and said, dude, you're all for free speech and shit. Here's this. You guys are here right in the state. And he's like, uh, yeah, definitely is something we would 
take on, but the context, mm. we can't touch it. And it's like, I don't give a shit what he said in the fucking, in his words. I don't give a fuck. And that happens, right? There's untouchable things. And, you know, sometimes people look into things and realize, yeah. Lamp lyrics are probably fucking horrible, you know? Yep. And I probably have egg on my face on that. But my thing is the, we, it's, we're at that line now. We're literally at that fucking line where now, was it last Tuesday or the week before is when they passed that internet bill, which basically now gives them control. They get to decide what discrimination is. And if you look at all the countries right now falling to pieces, they signed a fucking internet bill first, right? They had a 15 minute city conference. <laughs> then they light on fire or there's riots or, you know, there's fucking paragliders swooping in or, <laughs> you know, and uh, this is uh, Germany just announced, I think it was Friday, that they were going through kicking in doors of Hamas supporters, right? So Hamas support is what? Hashtag ceasefire. Mm. Hashtag fucking quit. This is, this Gaza. is the war on terror all over again. Yes, right? and we're the terrorists. Yeah, and it's anybody. Yeah, and that's that's the wild part. And that's what I noticed. I noticed that you get this fervor going. And then all of a sudden, it's us versus them, and well, dude, and I, this uh... one, this one now it's bad because like yeah, if you are and you're not the craziest part is they love the way they play. I love the way they play their word magic. You're not pro Palestinian people, you're pro Hamas, or not you're pro, pro Israel. Stop killing each other. Yeah, you're it, it's Hamas. they don't let you be. Okay, I can't be for the people. I have to be for the terrorists or for yep. the good guys. And we talk about this on the show, and I am, am wake up. You know how, like, well, I, I mentioned how we went from the Ukraine-Russia shit, right? And Ukraine-Russia can't understand a fucking word they're saying unless they're Sarah the from the TDF, right? Sarah, the trans dude lady <laughs> for the trans defense force, I think it is, over there in Ukraine. Anyways, you can't fucking God damn it. I just lost my train of thought because I was thinking of Chris Elliott when I think of Sarah. Have you seen that lady? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Chris Elliott, right? Yeah. He, oh, absolutely. Like, like Chris Elliott in a fucking wig. Dude. Yeah. You're talking about Ukraine. Oh, yeah. You can't understand anything they're saying. Right. So all the videos where like on Telegram, the video says, look at the the Russians are helping the villagers, you know, and you got to go, OK, I guess I don't fucking know. You know, it's gibberish to me. And Israel. <laughs> you got to totally understand only one side, though. One side speaks completely perfect English when they need to. And it's like, in their propaganda so far, it fucking sucks. Like, it's oh, horrible it's... as shit. <laughs> it, is it? And that's I have a question because you're you're good at spotting this shit have they just gotten that much worse or have everyone's you know tentacles so to speak receptors opened up to this shit and now instead of buying the propaganda you, you first question it and then work your way back i i don't know man i i think they don't give a shit you know it's we it's like i mean we are like They've started a holy war, right? I mean, I've always said, like, these people that are in control, right? They wrote the holy books for, you know, control, and then they're fulfilling the holy books, right? And in the Bible, it says that 
the darkness will come to the light, right? Not be brought to the light. And I got two different Bibles here. Uh, and it says come to the light, right? It's not that they'll be drugged and brought to the light. They're going to come to the light and go, fuck y'all. You know, and that's literally what's happening right now. That is literally what's happening in every aspect of your fucking life, all the way down to your fucking circus and bread, man. Because, like, I used to be a huge football fan. I mean, I got Kansas City tattooed on my fucking arm, right? Nice. I haven't watched football in two years, right? I might have caught, like, some shit here and there, right? I can't tell you between fucking Taylor Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes who else is on the Kansas City Chiefs. You know what I'm saying? So, like, uh, now seeing just it's so fucking rigged, right? When you step back and you're not paying attention to it, which, I mean, when you're a football fan, it's always rigged because you're like, ah, fuck, we're fucking losing or whatever. But then when you step back and you, like, start seeing the shit, like, uh, especially with the betting and shit, and you see these spreads not getting fucking hit, and, and the online betting now is, like, fucking, what, like, 48 of 50-something, you know, 50 states. <laughs> And uh, you see that they have magnets in gloves for kids to train with, right? And it says on there, not allowed in high school and collegiate play, but it doesn't say NFL. Yeah. And then you find out NFL, uh, their gloves, as long as it leaves no residue on the ball, it can use any type of sticky technology, right? And so it's so fucking rigged. Everything is fucking bullshit man anything you you consume on the black the black oh yeah the black mirror is absolute fucking bullshit you know well right i just focused on the football because at thanksgiving my father-in-law he's watching the detroit packers game i think was on Mm. and uh, i was like yeah this shit is so you know it's rigged and then they're mock you for it right that's the mocking bird part right so soft disclosure is the canary the bird, the songbird part, right? So they fucking blah, blah, blah. And then they mock you for it. So like they literally are showing like cheating in the NFL. Roger Goodell says, Hey, this year's script writers wrote, he's standing up in front of everybody. And he says this year's script. And then the beginning of this season for the opening, they have key or peel. I don't know which one's which. One of yeah, the, I can't tell him uh, apart either. The bald one. He he's sitting at a table and they're doing script writing with players and shit like that. You know, it's all scripted. And I, I show my father in law. I'm like, look, they're telling you and laughing in your fucking face. They open the season by laughing at you, mocking you. That's the mocking part. Yeah, bird part is when they're songbirds and like you know you get like a Tucker Carlson that fucking he's singing like a canary. You know, telling on the media and what the fuck they're doing, but then they turn around and just mock us for it. You know I mean? Well, and they're making big money off that. Yeah. I mean, it was funny because uh, I, w- I was watching the Alabama game this weekend and they ended up winning on like uh, four, it was fourth and 31 and they got a touchdown and huge money. Yeah. Well, then the crazy part happened after that. And a lot of people missed it was after that, when Auburn got the ball back, they threw a pick six as time expired. And uh, and as they went to commercial or, you know, followed the celebration, it was 33 to 24. Well, then all of a sudden, somewhere along the way, they erased the touchdown. Well, what it turns out, that killed Alabama's over. And then it also killed the fourth quarter over. 
So mm-hmm. there's two huge gambling hits that were taken away, and and who knows if he stepped out. I mean, Vegas they, always wins, man. Yeah, they ruled it a touchdown on the field, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, boom, no, no, no touchdown. Yeah, I yeah, mean, man. They control but, every fucking thing. There was and a real I interesting say, thing I with mean. There was a wild thing with the UFC with uh, Israel Adesanya um, losing to Sean Strickland. He was the most parlayed fighter ever that night in UFC history. Everyone had like their parlays anchored to Israel Adesanya. Really? Every single person betting. Yeah, he, he was the number one parlayed fighter ever that night. And he loses to a dude that was not supposed to beat him. You know what I mean? Like That's a big night for the house at that point. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize that. Look at look at the uh their parlay. I'm not a better, right? We don't have online gambling here, but is it the parlay like the side bets or whatever? No, those are prop bets. Prop bets, or you know, they have them where like you can bet on whether Dana White's gonna wear a button down or a fucking t shirt. Yeah, that's a prop. Prop. Yeah, and it's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, can't he just like look at it and then change shirts? Yeah, you know. Yeah, they did that with the debate. They were like, what color's Trump's tie going to be, right? But yeah, parlays, uh, rant, if you care to know what they are, it's like kind of what Matt was saying there when you stack multiple things together. So like, let's say tonight I want the Vikings to win, and then on Thursday I'm picking a team also to win. Both those things have to hit for me to get any of my money. That's what a parlay is. And you can do it with, I mean, you can do 100-leg parlays. as As you add layers to the parlay, the odd, you know, the the uh, percentages increase, you know, of your win exponentially. There yeah. was yeah. who uh, drove four hours or something to meet Butker, the kicker for Kansas City. I don't know when this was. Was this year? Last? I don't know if he's still kicking for him, the butt kicker dude. There, but uh, <clears throat> because he lost a hundred thousand dollars on like a parlay bet because he missed <laughs> the last field goal and didn't cover the spread. Oh, dude, there's guys out there that put like 25 cents down on like a 25 leg parlay that could cash out to like 50 grand. And so I've heard a couple of them hit, but so one of them, I forgot. Let me see see which one it was because I I, want to see it was either a 50, was it a 25 leg parlay? Oh, what's crazy is, I mean, the parlays are nuts, but dude, the fantasy sports is wild. Every week, every single week, there's someone that puts $3 in on a fantasy league in DraftKings and takes home a million bucks. Is that real or is that just they're feeding people that shit to keep them moving? I mean, it's like uh, when you're, yeah, you know, people can be doing like, I don't fucking check this out. So this guy uh did a 25 leg parlay so it's 25 bets he bet 25 dollars to start and he won 237k okay it's possible i mean it happens but yeah i, I thought the same thing as soon as i like thought it because there's big ufc thing, you know yeah there's big ufc parlays that hit um that i'm always paying attention to I have gotten really close to getting ten thousand off of eight dollars before, and you know it didn't didn't hit. Um, but you can see how it works. Like you can see when you when you're at when you're leading the board in one of those fantasy drafts, and then you can see what happens when you drop down, right? Like you can see why this dude was beating you now. Um, you can track what they're doing, and and so the I mean it it seems legit, but at the same time, the all the fantasy on the week, right? You're talking. Are you talking NFL on the fantasy stuff? 
You can do fantasy with any sport, but oh, I do it with UFC. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. they can't change their they can't change they, yeah, they can during the fights, can't they? Can they change yeah. their well they can change odds, but your odds are set before the match. You know, even though the odds may change during the match, you're you lock in at a certain start gambling. Yeah. It's fun, and, dude. That, and you that's can what's bet me in a football. You, you can bet in game now, which is even crazier. So you, you can know, bet. Yeah, dude, there is so much money involved. Yeah. It's 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 absolute. Yeah, everything's rigged. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know. I'm right. convinced it's rigged, but it's still fun to bet, I will say. It's and, a and blast. In, yeah, absolutely. So you want to talk fun, check this shit out. We talked about it in the intro. This is the Alex Jones video game. Alex Jones made a video game. This game is mostly peaceful. Little Dr. Fuker has hatched a plan to turn everyone into a gay frog by injecting you with an mRNA LGBTQ tadpole technology vaccine that depletes your testosterone and turns you into a rainbow amphibian. <laughs> Are these scientists with vaccines? Oh my fucking God, what is this? Paul McCartney died 50 years ago. What? But the moon landing was a hoax. <laughs> I can't believe this. Virgin billionaire? I'm going to lower the world's population. <laughs> <laughs> and he shoots this money at you. AI, right? Oh, I destroyed him. I beat him. <laughs> I thought no, it's you did real. computers, Libtard. He might be a <sighs> Dr. Fuker? <laughs> Nice. Wait, there's dog. It's Fauci, of course. Epstein. No. Save the babies. Dude, I'm fucking. Dude, I'm getting farmed by Bill fucking Clinton. Are you kidding me? Wait, I'm here to save the poor innocent babies. <laughs> okay, so what I thought this. this I thought it was bullshit. And so, but it gives a website, and you go, and it's legit, dude. You can pay seventeen seventy six. Nice. And uh, yeah, and they have an official trailer. Minute, get it on Apple and on. I mean, it's kind of it's a good idea. It's cool. I mean, I I was wondering because you know Kim's really into coloring books right now, like adult coloring books. And it's like, dude, there needs to be more like conspiracy themed shit out there. I, I know Paranoid American makes some cool coloring books too, but like, yeah. this shit needs to be sold in stores, dude. Yeah, looking yeah, Paranoid America and the comic thing. Dude, this, yeah, I did make some cool stuff. This idea for a fucking conspiracy comic of hat, not the conspiracy part for twenty years, but the comic part for twenty years. I just built the conspiracy part around it. In the last like four years, but yeah, he makes cool stuff, man. It's like eight thousand fucking dollars, so I have to sell my fucking Harley to do it. Yep. Even if I get one issue, physical copy. I'll That's it. it. No. Uh, oh. What it is, I mean, it costs about what five to eight, well, between three to eight, to do it, and uh, yeah. Yeah, it's expensive, man. He was telling me the prices. We're working on a collaboration with, uh, like, some Adrenochrome merch. Mm -hmm. um, and he tells me the prices for these, and I'm like, fuck, man, everything is so expensive. But the stuff is so cool. Yeah. What's that? 
Well, I mean, on the comic side, 200 plus a page on color, you know, I mean, it takes quite a while to draw those. Yeah. No, I mean, anything that's going to be, you know, good is going to be expensive. And, you know, dealing with small companies and shit, that stuff goes up unless you're ordering, you know, millions of units. Indiegogo thing. I mean, Tripoli's, it is Tripoli doing it. His has raised 15 or 16K in three weeks or so. Well, he has a pretty wide follower, you know, following group. Yeah, but Paranoid America seems to be growing as far as what he's doing publishing. Yeah, yeah. It's not oh, a absolutely. level of Ripperverse, but. And what's what's Sam raising the money for? For his comic. He's got a, which it's like his comic, mine and his have the same premise. And I literally messaged the dude at parent i can't remember his name now thomas 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 and with my idea just a kind of a nutshell idea and then the next day they launch sam's and i read the synopsis thing of it and it's like it's not like mine but just like kind of the idea of them every fucking house they go to is a new conspiracy <laughs> type thing yeah it's like oh fuck like this is the first time I've ever fucking told my idea for one. And then the very next day they dropped the indigo and it's like, holy shit. We're kind of <laughs> similar, but not because his is PG. It's supposed to be PG for kids. It's about twins, you know? Yeah. And uh, mine is not PG. It's about a bong and a toaster. So Yeah, I don't know how well or, you know, like how many parents are going to buy a conspiracy book for their kids? Well, they right. aren't sold 15 grand worth. So yeah, but that's again, it's a, it's a very, I'm saying publicly like big, you're not, he, there's a very niche audience. Let me put it that way. Yeah. At the moment there's a niche audience, but like I was watching Jim Brewer's new special today and I noticed like, cause he was doing these, he was dropping like live stuff all the time once a week, I think. And he was doing little clubs and stuff. And now he's doing bigger and bigger theaters, you know, with the content he's, cause he's just ripping the fuck out of mask wearing everything. Oh, fuck dude. Like, you know, and a lot of people are going, there's people that go to a show because of dope boy. And some people who don't even know, you know, he's uh not turned into, but you know, he's, quite conservative if yeah you will you know (laughs) but him growing and everything kind of growing but it's all probably pogo shit you know uh ryan you turned me on to the pogo thing and i played that whole 25 28 minute fucking audio of david goldberg on my show last week yeah it's interesting man you found a lot of shit with that that i didn't really no, yeah, about it was go, just something kind of interesting. to Russia to get it. So, bitch. like a Russian website? You had to go to Yandex mm. to get it. So, but like I had said on my episode, like I don't know if it's real, if it's not real, or whatever. It's just the fact you take something like that and you look at like Phil Cooper and everything he's been saying and fucking what's going on. It's like, fuck, dude. Now you look at like in Germany, they're talking about kicking in doors for support of Hamas, which is anti-Semitism, right? Because they now have control of these these internets where it's a broad, giant, huge brush 
of discrimination. Like the UN, was it, who tried to create some sort of internet bylaw, I think it was, and they can't define discrimination. So now you just have this huge brush that you can, and you know, New York passed that uh, uh, shit quarantine law that they were talking about last year but that was in the fucking works from 2015 where for anything illness they can come and just swoop you up and lock you up indefinitely and it's like just because it might be a danger to public so when you look at mental illness and stuff like people posting online or saying the wrong thing they i mean is that a point where they can kick in the door and go, well, you have a mental problem. You're a danger to, that's a red flag law, but they're taking it to another fucking step in New York. The number one less free state, least free state in the U S by the way. Well, and I can speak to it firsthand as you know, I was living it on the border, basically of New York state at the time that this hit, there was a mass exodus from the city lower Westchester into Connecticut to get away from it. Cause they saw it coming there. They knew there, there's no way this is getting any better. And, and the uh, city's going to fall into the ground at some point. Well, what what's eventually going to happen is, is you're going to have some sort of uh terrorist attack on the bridges and people aren't going to be able to leave and supplies are going to be tough to get there. And you're going to be trapped, you know, unless yeah, you can get yeah. on the ferries It'll be a precursor to when the Missouri River dams fail. Yeah. And what that'll be like. Yep. Because when those fail, holy shit. Don't tell the Hamas people about that. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> someone, someone back in, I read this back in 2010 when the flooding was going on on the Missouri River, but someone had wrote a thesis or something, you know, basically a rundown on what would happen if there was a terrorist attack on the dams on the Missouri river, right? The ones from Yankton going up, I think there's six dams and it would cause an inland tsunami. It would cut the United States in half. Yeah. And the loss of life would be crazy. They said it would kind of equate to back in, I think it was around 1812 when the Mississippi ran reverse for three days because of the new new madrid earthquake yeah but this would uh there's six dams from yankton south dakota up and they oh yeah this would flood that whole plains all the way down more water than the great lakes yeah and they're they're 50 years too old out of use but like how do you make new ones because they're they're hydro hydraulic hydro filled uh berms so they're just dirt if water ever crests over them it'll just they'll tear down it'll create a domino effect and because some of them are like 200 feet high you know and the whole, that's a whole wall and behind that is just water as far as you can see to the edge there the planet well if if the uh powers that be have their way they can uh you know use that to bring in their their version of the flood that's what Q was talking about with uh, Watch the Water. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> the one of 75 times. I think, remember in 2021, right, we were talking about it where, uh, or, or yeah, where it was like, uh, they're poisoning the water. You know, they're doing yeah, this oh, to the, the water. Stuff? 
Yeah, that snake venom shit they were putting in. They were going to vaccinate the water, all this shit. There's so much shit always going on with water that that statement can just be carried on for forever. Watch the water. Matt, was it you that posted the primary water thing? Yeah. Was it the word that new creek or new, yeah, creek or spring or whatever popped out of the ground? Yep. And that, like, holy shit. Because then I went in and I looked and, like, dude, we got a primary water source right up uh, in the Ozarks here that's pumping out 400 and something million gallons a fucking day, right? And wow. there's one in Oregon that pumps out 400 and something million gallons a day that feeds the Day River, right? The Day River, it is a tributary of the Colorado River, but if it wasn't for this primary spring feeding it, you would not, it would not stay filled all year. It would dry up during the dry time, but it is filled at all times because it's primary water that's, that's, loading this i watched a an hour-long documentary from like 1980 something right of this old dude who's been to like 30 something different springs primary spring i mean you can literally go right to the one in missouri put your mouth to it and just drink out of the five 400 yeah. million gallons just yep. the two the one in oregon feeding the i think it's oregon feeding the day river and the one up in missouri it's 800 plus million gallons a day of pure H2O. Brand new. Yeah. Living water. Now, I have a question. Where you guys are, are there, do you know of any towns that were intentionally flooded? In Arkansas and shit? Yeah. Um, I don't, I would assume so because the Arkansas River is pretty wide, and but I don't know of any. Because I know like my hometown from Connecticut, the lake that you know spans a couple towns now yep. is man-made they they flooded it out and i guess if you go scuba diving down you can go there's still a church down in the bottom of it and then oh, over over in Barkhamstead, connecticut is the same thing i was reading about it and they basically back in the 1800s chased these farmers out stole their land you know gave them pennies on the dollar for it and then flooded it and you know damned it up what would have to happen if they were to fix the dams on the Missouri, right? I mean, because it's the only, the things would have to be pre-built and then you'd have to release. Yeah, or, or you'd have to go upstream and stop it, you know, dam up. no the- upstream, you know, once you get up to, to uh, I can't remember the top one, but it's so huge. Yeah. You know? it's yeah so oh, it's huge. massive. Yeah, I just. All six it- of them. Yankee. That's like a that's like a Hoover Dam times six project, right? Yeah, they're oh yeah, man. I used to call the Army Corps of Engineers and be like, you know, it's not the pallid sturgeon that you let these these things, these reservoirs fill up, and then knowing that the snow is coming, because I always check the the snowfalls in Montana every spring to see what the flooding's like in Montana, what the snowpack is like up there how fast it's melting because then you get an idea of the flooding I'm going to, they're going to get in like my hometown. And then you can look at Google earth and see right where the water is going right through the scar of the earth. Cause right where I'm from, I mean, it's an old fucking town, right? It used to compete with Chicago for the biggest stockyards and shit. The flat, or, I mean, the L train is in Chicago, right? That's the elevated train. It actually came from Sioux city, Iowa. Cause they had it first. And then they decommissioned it. Someone bought it, took it to Chicago, and it's still like running the day. No kidding! Wow. But at that point, there's a bend in the in the uh, river, 
and there's a bluff where they have an obelisk that's for jo Saint or Sergeant Floyd, right? From the uh, what's the excursion between the guys walking up the Missouri? God damn it! Now I can't. Think You're not talking that. about Lewis and Clark, are you? Lewis and Clark. Yes. The only death okay. they had was Sergeant Floyd. So <laughs> coming to Sioux City at the very top of the bluff is a is an obelisk for Sergeant Floyd, right? But from that bluff, if you go up to the obelisk and then look across into Nebraska, you can see the other bluff, which is like uh, 15 miles away or something like that. The river used to touch the two bluffs. You know, when Lewis and Clark came through, they had said that the fucking the river was from bluff to bluff. Hmm. But it was in most spots, it was only 10 foot deep for the most. But the Missouri River is like fucking crazy raging. It's one of the fastest moving. Like when you see those guys who uh, go diving for looking for cars and shit, when they take the boats and they find the car and then they, they, they did one up, I think in South Sioux across the river, uh, river there where I'm from, where they, when they got in the water, they're like, holy shit. I don't know how we're supposed to even get down there. Cause it's, it's moving so fast, <laughs> but you can see on Google Earth where right there, Nebraska, Nebraska, this town is a is a in a lake bed. It's in a lake bed. And when it was flooding, they knew the water was coming and they let the rich in North Sioux. Right. That's where uh, Tyson headquarters and shit used to kind of be one of their headquarters. They're all rich. So they gave them all the sandbags and all the shit they needed to be able to fucking sandbag up their houses that they built on sand dunes. Right, some dude bought all the sand dunes from the river and sold these people sand. It's fucking crazy. That's pretty <laughs> genius. That's brilliant. It's fucking like, dude, like they have basements, foundations in it's fucking crazy because they gotta backfill it. But the water's coming and they're sandbagging. They have people in Iowa volunteering the sandbag and they're filling all these sandbags and then they tell them we can't give them to South Sioux where the water is definitely going to fucking destroy everything because it's going to just refill the lake right you can see the lake print that the whole town is sitting in well it's so, like New Orleans right yeah being in a lake bed like in a yeah bowl, yeah you know? in the bowl yeah yep. and all the cities along the Missouri it's like that in you know because they all built the cities along the rivers like when i think about omaha and the world's fair uh and how i think it was 2.5 million people went to the omaha world's fair right and it's like like howdy says is like where'd they all stay and how'd they get there and stuff and it's like i don't know where the fuck they stayed but how they got there i mean they was on the missouri river you know so i mean there was yep. a lot of fucking boat traffic you know? that's yeah. what people don't realize the amount of boat traffic back in the day yeah, that's I mean, how you got around. It was either boat or train, you know, the whole horse and buggy shit. That's well overrated. Yeah. And, you know, um, yeah. With the, if the Missouri did flood, if it, if the dams went out, it would, it would knock the bridges out all the way down the Missouri. And if it could make the bend at Kansas city <clears throat> and get to St. Louis and it was able to push down the Missouri, it would literally cut the United States in half. If it links up with the Mississippi, that's forget about it. Yeah. yeah. They both link up at St. Louis. Yeah. So that's another precursor to if it's going to flood. Usually the middle floods last. So yeah. Like it'll start flooding in in New Orleans and up Mississippi and stuff. And they have that fucking rocket making or that rocket cloud making machine on the Mississippi. Yeah. And they cut the dredging 
of the mouth of the Mississippi and half the dredging funding the Army Corps did fucking 13 years ago, right? So they don't dredge near enough now at the mouth of the river. So it's building sediment constantly, which causes it to back up naturally, right? So you already have a slow of flow coming out of the mouth of the Mississippi. And then you have all this water coming in when they start flooding and you get these crazy snow packs up in the mountains where they can make snow. It's so just, they literally create the snow. They can, and then well, in Montana also has an in uh, rocket engine uh, uh, testing site. You know, when it shits out the clouds and they yeah, go up. Go, massive and clouds. Like, and it's loud as fuck too. Yeah. Right up on the beginning of the Missouri, there's one. And then at the mouth of the Mississippi, there's one. And then they cut the dredging, so it slows up that whole thing. Well, and the, the crazy part about all that, Chris, is you're talking about, you know, them not dredging. Like, it, it, and they yeah. had done it previously. They know they need to do it. It's like what they do in they California. Cut the budget. They cut well, the yeah, budget. it's like what they do in California where they weren't burning enough right. uh, before. Yeah, and, and so they just let this stuff gather, and it's a collection. It's a tinderbox. And gee, we might have some sort of thing that could start a fire possibly, right? Or yeah, kind of puts me out here. Yeah. Or hire some people to start a couple fires and they end up collecting. You know, it's just it's all this negligence, right? And you look at this this whole That's fucking purpose. country, and we've gone to the point of idiocracy where you have the, you know, guy that supposedly sleeps at the White House up on the podium telling us that in you know inflation is low when and and that you know your dollar is getting more than ever now but i can't get go to the grocery store without spending 50 bucks and that's on one bag of groceries you know like they just told us you know they're parading around that what the uh inflation's down 60 something percent like biden said that like are you out of your who the where what what the fuck are you talking about yeah. dude 65 percent from 60, what yeah, from 160%. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's not even like what made up crazy shit, you know, because it's just this constant gaslighting, this constant fucking they're just lie right to your fucking face. They don't give a fuck. There's no accountability for it. You know, I mean, January 6th is one of the biggest fucking like uh, examples right now. I mean, when they call it the 9-11, that's because it's the biggest like fucking cover up ever. Not like the damage like 9-11 it's the biggest cover-up since 9-11 and it's in 4k yeah well right. and and finally you got some more of the footage too recently yeah. which which again you're not seeing it on the on the uh, corporate media though no, which is I'm hilarious trying, I'm, trying, I'm trying to get baked alaska on the show but i he seems to have shut down after that uh truth and media three-part come out because he went to prison you know, yeah. and literally he's telling Ray Epps like, fuck off, dude. Yeah. Fuck out of here. And then Ray Epps leans into him and goes, you know, we need to, we need to storm it. Yep. And like, what the fuck, dude? That's the term they use throughout and they still use today. And then you have Liz Cheney. She knew this. She sits up there, looks right on the camera, fucking lies. There's no accountability for it. She's sitting at that one, uh, university and the dude gets up and he's like hey man uh ray epps was seen like multiple times telling people to go into the cap he's pretty much the only person seen except for this other lady saying go 
win the blah blah blah, you know, and fucking going around to groups of people and telling them. And Liz Cheney just sits there and goes, "Yeah, it's a conspiracy." Poor old Ray Epps, you know, he's a Trump supporter just like you guys, and he didn't, you know, like he didn't do anything. And you're 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 attacking him. You got all these. I'm gonna put an edit together of all the people who victimized poor Ray Epps. Oh, that two hours yeah. long, you know. <laughs> He's the only one that they don't really want to prosecute. It seems like you you mentioned the Q shaman. I don't know. You said you, yep. I mean, it seemed like you were talking with the dude a little bit. Well, we had him on the show. And what uh, do you think of him? Do you think he was legit or do you think he was kind what of I'm part- saying is we had him on the show. My thing is I kept wanting to uh, hit on the ritual part of it, right? Because he gets out of prison. He gets on fucking Twitter and right away he's talking about how his shaman outfit is like ritualistic and it really, you know, it matters. And, you know, it, it's, it, it's very sacred and shit. And the first fucking interview he does, he's shirtless, like a Burt Kreischer, right. With the fucking shitty horns on his head twisted over. They're fucking like falling off face paint on like a fucking clown talking about the mockingbird media and operation Galadio. And, you know, like again, Baked Alaska, Ray Epps, and Jacob Chonsley are from the Phoenix area. Okay? The three main characters from the Phoenix area all on film together the night, the day before. Baked Alaska only seems like the most realist of the three. Like he's the one who got seriously fucked. Now, who's the Jacob that you're talking about? Hushom. I thought that was Jake Angeli. Jake Chonsley. Chonsley's his name. Jake okay. and Ch- and Jelly Chonsley. Jacob Chonsley. Okay. Yeah, it is interesting that they're all from Phoenix. I when he was on the show, aware. I kept pressing about the cult stuff because I'm like, dude, you went, you know, you like, I said, how did you get in there? You know? And he goes, well, you've seen it on the film. And I was like, yeah, we've seen that part. But like, how did you get to the fucking front? Right. And then you are like one of the first ones, the one of the first in. ones in and then yeah. you're fucking beelined right into the fucking Senate chambers. Right. And he goes, well, the police asked me to help them because I had the bullhorn. Right. So you go through the door. First thing you're beelined to the photographers. So you're standing in the thing. One dude's doing this one. You know, he's got his hands up, but that is another like a cult. Uh, I got my fucking Duncan book over here. It's one of the cult Hermarum Biff fucking things you got the horned one you know with the right there all the photographers to take the pictures and then they beeline them right into the fucking senate chambers which is where the throne is which is where the rituals happen which is where they send your fucking sons and daughters to fucking die you know yeah the rotunda right, right? yeah yeah so he tells us you know in the tucker carlson videos when they're leading him around that the cops asked him to get people out because he had a bullhorn but then the videos i have of him walking into the senate chambers he's not doing that at all Right. But I didn't know what I had was the full. And now that the everything's come out, it's the full. I even have the when the people come through the door of stage left there, because uh, that's what is going on. I mean, you got cameraman yeah. up on top of him. But when they burst through that door, he doesn't pick up his bullhorn. So he's bullshitting right there. And then there's some point in the the um, thing where he says, you know, I'm just an actor playing my part. You know, he kept re- referencing himself to a piece of rice in schematics, right? Or cymatics, right? So he's just a piece of rice on a piece of metal that's being 
vibrated and just going where he's supposed to go, dude. And then the next day, he announces he's going to do a podcast about the occult symbolism at J6 because he knows the truth. But just kept fucking rain dancing around everything I was talking about with the occult shit, which after seeing he was coming out with that, I can see why he rain danced around it because he knows I knew what I was talking about. I mean, you fucking were led in. You sat at the throne. You're in the third uh, Solomon's third temple, right? You sit in between the pillars. The fucking horned one sits at the fucking throne. And then there's a blood ritual because Ashley Babbitt, let's face it, that was fake bullshit. Have you seen the Woo's news piece on that, Ashley Babbitt? No. Dude, he does a breakdown of like every angle, every camera, every fucking piece of footage from the moment Ashley Babbitt jumps up, gets shot, and then gets carried down the stairs. And it is, dude, it's fucking bullshit. No, she didn't die, you're saying? Oh, dude. Yeah, I didn't. I got the Woo's news piece. We had that guy on. Oh, my God. That was so fucking weird. Because no, like, I'm with you. I, I, I'm 100% there. I haven't yeah. seen the piece, but I oh, dude, didn't think dude, that she died. The, we played the whole thing on AM Wake Up because we were going to play a little bit of it, and it's like um, 15 minutes long. It might be like 20 minutes, but it's really just focusing on like 10 minutes or something, 12 minutes, and compact. I mean, it's focusing on every little aspect. Like you watch the glass pop out. Right. So like when they're up against the glass, all of a sudden it just pops out and falls. Yeah. And like falls right on the ground, yeah, dude. And like when it's broke, when he breaks that down on that Woo's news thing, it's like everything wrong with January 6th is the main one. And then someone might have took just the piece of the Ashley Babbitt and then cut that out and made a whole another one. And rumble. Well, just how much they mentioned her name, man. And like I was getting tired of hearing her name because, you know, I don't it's just a strange it was it, all these different talking heads you know the uh tim cast dude and like all these different people are just ashley babbitt ashley babbitt ashley babbitt and it's like yeah. dude at a certain point there's a lot more people getting way more fucked than ashley babbitt like if ashley yeah. babbitt really ashley did get Babbitt's shot hanging out on a fucking island somewhere probably hanging out with fucking epstein i don't fucking know I mean, or got a little face uh face reconstruction or well, something fuck, but i can't even remember what the what she looks like you know like yeah no one can watching her the woos news piece i'm like man i can't even remember what she looks like you know i mean ashley babbitt ashley babbitt that's all i heard i mean you kind of get some glimpses but she looks like the average you know white chick white, white trump shirt wearing chick right <clears throat> And yeah, yeah, I mean, the whole thing. Yeah, people should not let the J6 thing go right now, especially because like they have, you know, they had that thing in Colorado where they're trying to get Trump off of the ballot. Right. So they they're bringing in like Daniel Hodges, one of the uh, which is ironic. That's my brother's name. But (laughs) they bring in this Capitol Police officer, Daniel Hodges. Right who he's sitting there, he gave testimony, he got like beat up and he was all fucked up, but all the pictures afterwards, he doesn't have a mark on him, but he's like crying. And I, there's a three minute video of him calling J6ers terrorists. Every time he mentions it, he's told to mention them. So I took that thing and I broke it down to just 50 something seconds of 19 times he says terrorist, terrorist, terrorist. And he's like crying, he's like, and the terrorists were singing God bless America. You know, it's like, what the fuck, man? Like, this is so ridiculously fucking scripted. It's just so gross. It's so gross and blatant. 
And then yeah. Liz Cheney and them get to have a fucking primetime thing and get to mock us, right, by having their little fucking shindig with the with the committee and they get to take your money and steal your fucking money and laugh at you on primetime and fucking, like, the only Trump supporter in the world that they've ever given leniency to is Ray Epps, the one guy saying, go into the Capitol. And well, and what did that do? Said, that 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 tool serves so many purposes, but the one was now you couldn't question the integrity of the election. Yep, but now you can. Yeah, Facebook announced that you can you can question the elections now, guys. It's okay, yep. but at the same time, you have the shit going on in Georgia where the Ruby Freeman stuff is dropping now. Like she won her case against uh, Giuliani for defamation, but with through that case, then there's fact finding, right? Like. Back in 20, it might have been the end of 20, or 20, the end of 21, maybe when the first uh, uh, body cam audio of Ruby Freeman, the poll worker in Georgia, came out and everybody's like, she got arrested, you know, and people are like, she didn't get arrested. And like the media says she didn't get arrested. And it's like, where the fuck did this audio come from? Well, now they released the 911 call. Where Ruby Freeman is calling up saying there's these white dudes at my door. They want to talk to me. They said the time's up. I've got to get a lawyer and stuff, but they're white dudes. I don't trust them. I need someone here so I can talk to them. And they're like, are you, are they threatening you? Are they? No. They left their card with their number and stuff. Right? Like, that's how the audio came about. Because the cop went there to mediate. And it's the audio from when the cop is there. When they're talking about okay. she's saying and she's saying what I got to show you will blow your fucking minds. She goes, I want to go live. I want lawyers. It'll blow your mind what I'm going to show you, what I'm going to tell you. Because she says we pulled them out and we just wanted to run them through. When they told them people in Georgia to go home, they're done counting. A couple of them stayed. That's when you got those videos of them pulling the shit out from underneath of the fucking tables. And then they yeah. gave him awards at the White House, mocking again. Yeah. That night was weird, dude. That that election night was such a trip. I remember it because I was, uh, you know, it was an exciting one. It was it was like a controversial one from the beginning because of the whole Trump situation. And I was watching it the whole time, man. And it was like, sweet. Seems like, you know, he's getting reelected, whatever. And, um, you know, now I, now I realize I really don't care about either, uh, you know, whoever was to get elected, the same shit's going to happen. But... I mean, it was just, it was so weird, man. It was, like, surreal. Yeah, I mean, there's night. the video of, like, CNN when uh, they go, uh, this just in, Georgia is going to stop counting until the morning. We've never Yeah, that was, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It was a lot of weird shit just over and over. The first half of the night seemed normal. Well, And, and then, then they it just start, got weirder and weirder. Yeah, and then they started, like, taping, you know, uh, paper over the yep. windows. And- yeah, it's. Uh, it's this isn't just, an open democracy, if that's what you're going to yeah, fucking you know. pretend that it is. And they kicked out some, I forgot what the, what the people are, the, the witnesses. Yeah, they Poll kicked watchers. out some of the, you know, Republican yeah. ones and things like that. Like, just all yeah. weird. CCT videos, dude. It's like, they just forgot. It's They didn't give a shit about the CCT. No, they didn't care because it wasn't going to come out on in corporate media. Yep. Right. They they were guaranteed to listen. We'll never put it on corporate media. And if they put it out, if it gets out through, you know, social media, fake news. 
you know, or we'll just ban the account, you know, and that's how, that's how they're dealing with this shit now. And like you said, they're, they're getting worse and worse. And, you know, I, I feel like you see it in Hollywood, you know, you see it in music, the, the lack of originality, the lack of creativity these days. And I think it's kind of bled into politics too. And they just don't care anymore. They're going to throw out shit and people are going to consume it. Yeah, man, and they fucking just shovel it in. Yep, double fisting the whole time. I don't want you guys remember too the uh, the fucking uh, like the the videos of people like in like fake post office attire, and then they're ripping up ballots like fake ballots that they had. Yeah, they have those. So that's like a disinformation that like to that shit was probably paid for by the the Democrats to do to put out there so that way it would get ran with so that then they could debunk it. Right? Yeah, like when absolutely. It to, when it comes to Douglas Mackey, right? Um, I was it was just a couple of weeks ago when it fucking like hit me with the Douglas Mackey thing when oh, yeah, when I was watching a couple parts with him doing the Tucker interview and he's like, I didn't even make the meme. And yeah, Tucker, what? <laughs> You didn't even, you know, his fucking dumb laugh. He's like, you didn't even make the meme. He's like, no, because my question on the Douglas Mac. And this just for anybody that's not aware, th- that is what meme. Um, It's the meme where it says vote for Hillary dial text five, five something. Right. And it even says almost kind of at the bottom, like you're retarded if you do this. Right? Yeah. But not. It's like you can. I mean, anyways. So my biggest question this whole time was like, what? did because supposedly like 5,000 people text this number. What did they get back? Because when you text the number, you're going to get something back, whether it says it's an inactive thing or uh, SMS can't be reached or this is not an SMS number. Did you get a fucking text back that said, thank you for voting for Hillary? Right. Did you get a text back that was like a Fetterman? The joke's on you. I had a stroke type thing. I mean, I don't know. Right. That was my biggest question. And in Douglas Mackey's case, unprecedented. If you go back to 2016 till now, you can probably like a whole book of unprecedented, right? When it comes to this shit, right? So like Douglas Mackey, unprecedented in court, they in federal court, microchip gets to testify as microchip to keep his identity hidden. Like even in the biggest like mob cases, they don't allow that shit, right? Then microchip shows up without a mask on or anything to testify. It's fucking stupid, but. So then to find out Douglas Mackey didn't even make the fucking meme. Mm. Then it fucking hits me. It's like I watched a clip of Hillary when she goes, the guy over in Boston, he, uh, you know, he took it too far with election interference with a meme. Right. And it was like. Hillary paid for the fucking Russian dossier. The D, the RNC is the one who created the fucking dossier. And then they sold it to Clinton and Clinton put it out. Right. She knew it was bullshit. She put it up. And it was like, oh, shit, her her whole fucking campaign probably paid for that meme to be created. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Now they're putting Mackey. They wanted to give him 10 years in yep. prison. And, and they'll be able to and that said, thanks for fucking t- thanks for sending your vote. And if you did, I guess you need to track that number. Who the fuck owned that number? Well, and now they'll be able to use it as precedent for 2024. Yeah. You know, and going forward that we are in, we're in a like it's dangerous. Oh, dude, it sucks. That's why I, I, 
I, I, I told my brother I might shut it down. I, you know, I'm starting to like build pretty well. You know, I'm on AM Wake Up every morning, and then I flip my show back on on FreeWorld.fm. They fired up a new radio station over our internet radio station over there, and then TNT Live, I believe, going to do something with Charlie Robinson like once a month over there. Oh, cool! But then, you know, I'm I was talking to my brother the other day on the phone, and a chill came over. Of like, fuck, man. Maybe now's the time to shut it down. <laughs> you know, I mean, if they're literally in my backyard arresting someone for his rap lyrics, I mean, they're gonna come for me for my SoundCloud, right? Or your or your podcast, or my podcast. And you know, and that's I, I clipped clipped on an old episode, and it just happened to be on a spot where I'm like. Justin Trudeau has a punchable face. I want to punch him in the foot. <laughs> and it's like, holy shit, that could, you know, he could send the Mounties from Canada or something. I don't know yeah. how they would do that. And and uh, maybe they'd throw a Bentley across. I, I don't know how they would do that, but they would, you know, they could. It, Dude, I want to. That they can do it, right? They try, yeah. They're trying to push the Restrict Act through. Yeah. Which with the Restrict Act, you can face 10 years just for access, accessing RT with an IP blocker on. You know, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's part of the restrict. Yeah, I did an episode on it. And that's scary shit, man. Real yeah, and they're, they're like showing us that parts of that restrict act are already in play. Yeah, they're already in play. There's nothing you can do about it, basically. Yeah, you know, no, we're, we're, like, we're the internet's the internet's going to be so restricted soon, or at least, you know, policed, so to speak. Shit, and it's. What's his face? Uh, Elon went to Israel now. He got the uh, Hamas terror tour where they took him. They show him like this copper playpen, I guess. Yeah. I don't know why they would put babies in this little prison of the, and then Hamas killed them in there or something. Supposedly. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I apparently when you go over there as press, you have to watch a fucking propaganda film of the attack from October 7th. Right. And supposedly Hamas is dancing on dead bodies or something on it. But everybody that goes over there, they have to watch this fucking video, dude. Which I guarantee you that is a Mossad production. You know, they get the video. It's all green screen shit, you know. I I guarantee it it, because he said it on the spaces with Netanyahu yesterday or today. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, you know, I got the tour around where, you know, the festival and many people were murdered. And then I watched the film, which showed more of the people being murdered. And if you're going to, like, uh, celebrate the death of people, we need to kill people who kill citizens. He said. Yeah, we're going to kill Our citizens civilian. to civilian. do that, though. Yeah. Well, and dude, imagine. Like, hey, dude, you're fucking talking. Like, what are you talking about? They just fucking like there's video of them blowing up a residential fucking building. And then almost Israeli dancing. Yeah. The other day. Like, yeah. and then the IDF pizza thing, you know, have you seen that? Yeah. Pizza Gate is now like starting to have a resurgence, you know, with uh, that announcement last week by the DOJ, how they found that insane pedophile ring or uh, human trafficking. They're not saying pedophile, but come on. Let's yep. fuck it. Really? And well, now uh, Pizza Gate's starting to build back up because some dude, some coach got busted and in his reddit they were using pizza code and sending pizza pictures and shit like that and it's like and then the idf popped up with pizza idf yep and 
going into the war zone handing out pizzas which they're in tunnels showing you these like it's like just well the, dude you know nancy pelosi owns a big pizza place in san francisco did you know that pizza it's on connecticut ave and you know what ping pong pizza is on in uh washington i'm i guess connecticut ave. Ave. same street yep same yeah dude see that's what's interesting like you know they make these things so obvious to anyone that's just objectively looking at it but and then at the same time it will be a fake story like i don't even know what the fuck if pizzagate was real or not you know they'll tell you that there was no basement in ping pong pizza ping pong it multiple times though that's what's, what's that? fucked up i did my episode sunday i break down uh because i did a video i'm starting to edit videos and shit and i did a video of pizzagate uh, 2023 right on youtube right now uh, it might be hidden, but uh, so I took the video of the the guy from the DOJ announcing this because Dom LaCour, he fucking loaded. He tweeted out. Remember when Pizzagate happened? They had that fucking secret spot on the website that you could click on. It would go to a fucking menu thing and then you put in your fucking information. Well, this guy's explaining like the exact same thing, just updated where you have to fucking do a survey, send an email, get a text, fucking you know, like dance around in a circle, pat your head and something, and then they Uber you a fucking kid or something, right? So I made a video going through that and then showing where now we're back to Pizzagate. Here is the Metro Weekly from April 16th, 2015 of James Alifantis talking about his time hmm. on Dungeons, Dragons, and oh, fuck, I fucked that up. Dinners, drive-ins, and dashes. I fuck this up every time. Isn't what it is diners, that? drive-ins, and dives? Yeah. That? Whatever. Is that it? Yeah. Ferrari guy, right? I know my food shit. Yeah. Well, he's doing an uh, interview with Metro Weekly, which is the LGBTQTXZ map fucking thing in D.C., right? And you read it, and it gets to a part where they're like, what was the one thing uh, Guy Ferrari really couldn't believe? And he starts telling him how he couldn't believe that we made all of our ingredients fresh. And he's mm -hmm. like, because I couldn't believe you could get ingredients in a can because I thought, you know, everything was made fresh. I was like, you can get this in a can. Oh, my God, that's crazy. He goes, but we can all of our tomatoes. We can 10 tons of tomatoes every year, have like a harvest party and store them in the basement. Yeah. Now Someone someone goes, oh, well, that's bucks. OK, next door. Like, for one, it's crazy. You have 10 tons of fucking tomatoes. And you you store them next door, so you have to go over there and fucking like stock up, carry them up out of the fucking basement, go over to your fucking little. All First off, what does ten tons of tomatoes look like? I don't think that's fitting in a fucking basement, dude. That's... In a fucking in in jars. Yeah, that's yeah. not gonna fit in a fucking yeah. basement, dude. Dude, and and all them buildings, it's like where I'm from in like Chicago. That that block, all those buildings are connected from top to bottom. Yep. You can see in Comet Ping Pong, there's a fucking bricked up doorway that goes into the Chevy Chase Museum. Right next door is Best of Pizza and then Bucks. You're telling me you fucking put your tomato sauce in Bucks camping and fishing, which sounds like a fucking, uh, you know, a, a sporting goods store. It's not. It's a fucking steak restaurant. But you store all your shit there and then you carry it around. Bullshit. Because he would have fucking said, I think he would, that would have been said in the in the thing. Well, and, and what's crazy about it being at Bucks, what what is it called in, you know, in the uh, boulet? It's buck breaking, right? Yeah, buck breaking. That's, that's how they break these guys. And Yeah. And then I would it do. makes me think of uh, Canteen Boy. I played that on my show. Yeah. I'm going to get sued by SNL. But 
uh it's for educational pur purposes so you can't sue me uh but yeah i played that because it's like bucks it's like a sporting thing but it reminds me of alec baldwin playing a pedo yep in the day and he really got into that fucking part really yeah. got into he played it was real meta yeah yeah dude dude i was thinking matt when you were talking about like the Mossad production it'd be what it'd be hilarious if that video actually had you know how big production companies at the beginning of films will say like uh you know so so and so motion picture that'd be hilarious if they actually straight up said in that video with the you know hamas people dancing on dead bodies if there was a like hamas productions or or fucking Mossad productions on Mossad productions with three with some dancing israelis well dude because i watched a fucking uh it was the uh the pope's exorcist and it was made by a jesuit production company and it said as much right on the fucking introduction cool yep and it's like well, dude it's funny you say that because uh, that's a great transition to this. There's, there's this new movie co coming out called The Swift, and okay. it's about uh, and it's more of what we've been talking about kind of along the way here about them kind of bringing in revelation and shit. And this is about the devil being on Earth. Neil McDonough is an actor that was blacklisted from Hollywood because of his faith in God, and he wouldn't do sex scenes to honor God and his wife. The actor's making a huge blockbuster comeback with the movie, The Shift, and he's playing Satan. Now I know what you're thinking. Why would an actor who has faith in God play Satan? Check out this exclusive interview where the actor explains why he's playing Satan in his comeback film. Check this out. When they first asked me, do you want to play the devil? I said, no. And then I thought about it. I said, well, who better to play him than someone who gives his whole being to God? I said, well, if, if anyone should be playing it, it should be me. And I want to make sure that I suck the audience in to make everyone realize how tantalizing the devil is at times. That's what I'm playing. I'm playing a guy that really messes with those people who are struggling, who may be doing too well, who may think they have it all. Oh, you think you have it all? Or you think you're better than everything? Watch what I can do. And the other side of, of the benefactor is, you know, playing this character, it's I want to make sure that by the end of this piece, like I said earlier, that you really despise me. I want the audience to, to really understand and hate the devil. And hopefully by doing so, we'll make people think, you know, maybe I should try a little bit harder to be a better husband, a better dad, better worker, better child of God, better brother to whomever. And, and, and that's kind of my goal with the character. Be sure to watch this film on December 1st. Tag somebody you want to go see it with and share it with everyone. I thought you were, I thought it was the Swift, like you said, and that would have been so much cooler. <laughs> the Taylor? Well, yeah, didn't you say Swift? I was like, fuck yeah. No, make it no I said the shift. <laughs> oh, shit. But I'm just I just got Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey in my brain, I guess. Yeah, dude, it, it looks crazy. And this dude plays the devil real well. I, I downloaded a bunch of clips that I'll put up on Instagram. From it's interesting it. how Angel Studios like the whole Sound of Freedom thing and all the tickets they sold. Like, did they sell that many tickets or was it like did people really go see it or was it that pay it forward stuff? 
Yeah. Like how many of the tickets were actually used? That's what I want to know. Yeah, right. a lot of tickets were sold because you drew people in, freaked people out, and then put up a fucking QR code to be able to pay it forward and buy tickets for people. Yep. You know, so like how many of those tickets are really used? It would probably be what would logically make sense in this upside down world is the movie was like fucking money or the, the ticket sales were money laundered and to go and fund child trafficking. Yeah, Tim Ballard now sense. has had to step down from everything, and he's being accused of sexual allegations and shit. And I was watching some of uh, the, what is it, uh, Union, or I was going to say Union Underground, I got, yeah, it's metal, yeah, this band that went and saved kids. No, it was uh, the, now I can't think of what his uh, organization was, but. <laughs> they made it seem like this uh, Sounds of Freedom was like the first time like this was covered and shit. But there was some lengthy uh, documentary things already done on Tim Ballard. Like when they sit there and they say one of the main things in the United States is CPS, right? Child Protective Services is the main one of the biggest problems. And then they're in like a third world country and they rescue you know, 16 kids and they turn around and hand them to the third world country CPS. Yep. Like I, I found mean, a really interesting be document on archive on the, on the way back machine as they call it. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, it's a, I, I still have it. I can send it to either of you guys if you want it, but I did an episode on it and it's just a laundry list of child trafficking that the Vatican is responsible for yep. yeah. millions and millions and millions of kids where there's examples of like these different ways where they do it. They go into poor countries and tell people that, you know, it's, it's morally, uh, you know, inferior to raise a child by yourself as a woman. Yeah. You were raped. Don't have an abortion. Cause that's evil, but also don't raise your own kid. Let us have the kid and we'll find it a good home. Or they, and send, no one knows to, or they send them to Oprah's school. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. No one knows what really happens to these kids, man. Nope. So yep. you're on, you're a hundred percent right with that. But dude, since you did that before we move too far away from that, I wanted to show you this thing I mentioned, because this is definitely, there's some symbolism here within this, this Pope's uh, exorcist thing that I mentioned, Russell Crowe. Okay. Oh, it's yeah. new. Okay. It's fairly new. It's, it's a well, decent it's movie. Right. Yeah. Decent movie. Um, First off, you know, the person that plays the Pope, his last name is narrow. Right. Okay. Like the fucking, that's pretty fucked up. Burn it all down. Yeah. Let's so see. then Loyola Productions, like Ignatius of Loyola, the uh, like founding member of the Jesuit. That's who made this. You go to Loyola Productions, their website here. Nice little Jesuit logo, the 12, uh, you yep. know, Some. clock. And it says right here, dude, the 450 year old Jesuit tradition of effective dude. involvement in the oh, communication man. arts. I yep. should bring up the clip when tim ballard and the director of sounds of freedom were on tim cast and the director starts talking and he said something that like was like wow because he said what did he say about how film is um fuck now i gotta find this i i, I have it. it it'll be readily available let me grab it because yeah, man, what check it out. Said had me like, holy shit! I never thought of film like that, but it wasn't indoctrination machine or anything like. It, it, for some reason, I'm thinking of that. But now that you show me the 450 year tradition of the Jesuits, and you know, like, 
of what of their propaganda arm and now they have a fucking media arm it's the art of communication right right yeah let's let's call it what it is yeah it it is nuts though that uh you know the the part that i had highlighted there after that was the uh you know they they the the whole purpose of creating this loyola productions was to have a go-to production company to get out jesuit messaging yep like yeah. It, yeah. it's exactly what you're saying the propaganda arm but I mean, it's wild man people don't realize the jesuits have been kicked out like i've gotten comments on my shit jesuits aren't that bad all this stuff and it's like dude they've been kicked out of everywhere when people yep. find out that you know like literally it's like a, i think it's like four or five hundred different times that they've been kicked out of like countries or villages obviously there's not four or five hundred countries but throughout time there's you know several places that kick these people out man and they fucking kill these people when they find out that there's jesuits in their village or whatever it's it they're like a cancer to society yeah, in japan um, they used to string them in the streets the jesuits yep hmm yeah man it's it's nuts but yeah dude i mean that's a good movie if anyone's interested in like shit like that it, it actually reminds me a lot of the uh solvay castle um the Mothers of Darkness castle that uh, I talked about with Operation Red Pill and yeah. actually did a couple episodes on that fucking weird castle because I'm obsessed with fluoride and this is like the family behind fluoride. So, <laughs> okay. It's weird. Nice. All right. Is well, fluoride I, is an I, industrial I, uh, waste, right? Yeah. It was exactly. Solvay. It was both. Okay. What all right. Was- so the moment you've all been waiting for, here it is. Nothing these days goes to waste. Splooge. Because who doesn't love a jizzy splooge hanging around their neck? At least this one's clean and you don't have to wash it away. A client sent in their semen sample. They wanted a medium-sized splooge respectable. We turned their liquid sample into powder. I incorporated it into the clay. I sculpted out the splooge. Also, for the foreseeable future, all jizzy orders are going to be getting these cute little cummy bears. Because seriously, it's a cummy bear. I wanted to make sure that we got a nice thick gooey um glossy coat on there so that way it has this nice wet look to it but yeah a splooge jizzy necklace made out of semen along with a little cummy bear keychain just a little Mm. gift and a freebie i hope you love them yeah mom i got you a cummy bear necklace Dude, nothing says i love you like a cummy bear necklace imagine that dude like have you guys seen the show and I know that we're, we're, you know, we're talking about distractions and all these things. I actually believe that most people need distractions. Probably 99% of people need distractions. Uh, I will lump myself in there, too. Um, th- it's a show called Snake Oil. Have you guys seen that? Either of you guys? I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. Phenomenal it's show. Try and sell, like, fake stuff, right? Yeah. Or you have to guess the fake one. Yeah, like, let's say, like, uh, you know, rant cast right here you're the you're the 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 contestant i'm coming on i have a fake product matt has a real product and we're both pitching it to you and you have to decide what's the real product and invest fake money into it right okay. and then at the end they you know they got like celebrities helping the fucking dumb idiots that are trying to guess these products but there's like there's suitcases made out of like taxidermy deer and they have the head on it and shit and these are real products dude there's some wild, yeah, wild, wonder. weird products out I there. Wonder. There's a toilet seat with a cup holder in it for when you're sick. You can throw up while also having your Gatorade or your water right there. Called a counter. Yes. 
Oh, I thought you were supposed to throw up in the cup or something. <laughs> no, I mean, Man, it's just going to be too small. It's on Hulu. If you guys have Hulu, I really recommend it. David Spade hosts it. It's funny as fuck. It's great. Um, it's just one of those dumb things to zone out to. But the the Cummy Bears, what's her company name? It's not Cummy Bear, right? I No, I don't know what it is. I actually, well, I checked her website to make sure it wasn't like a spoof or anything. And it's real. Cause she'll make necklaces out of like ashes and any, any that was one you get a cummy ash. Yeah. <laughs> Can I mix my grandpa's ashes with my cum? Yeah. And give oh, it to my... Now, now we're talking. Oh, speaking of which you want another, well, you might not want to watch this, but somebody, I came across this TikTok video about this show called naked attraction on max. And what it is, it's like a dating game, but all of the contestants are naked in these tubes like they're just standing in a tube naked and there's like a screen that goes down to the ground and the first round they lift it up to their waist so all you can see is their genitals and you have to like judge them based on their genitals right then it lifts up to their face and then you have to judge them by their face and then they talk and you just and they it's like a dating game based on this dude i watched about a two minutes and i wanted to throw up it is not the and it's all like you know at first i got sold that it was all old people and i'm like how the fuck do they have (laughs) six seasons worth of old people doing this and it's it's not it's a mixture of young people but it's all people you do not want to see naked right like just think of the people you don't want to see naked and those are the people that are naked it's like the people that go to the nude beaches for the most part you know they're the ones that should not be at the nude beach well, they have to go to a nude beach or a naked dating show because they can't get the job done in normal society. Yes. Speaking of yeah. beach, did you see that lady who uh, got busted with her bullet vibrator on the beach? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, see that? Like, she hands-free orgasm. Penises don't do that. Yeah. You know, women women want to have penises. and you know. It doesn't oh, happen. man. Well, on that note, I think we're going to wrap it. Nothing better yeah, I had than that that clip real quick of Oh uh, yeah, you want to play dude? it? Uh I think this is the clip. Does this play sound? Oh yeah, it should play. Yeah. Don't forget to click Just your sound. Sounds. I, I always do that. that. Which screen am I on? Okay, yeah, that's the right one. Yep. Yeah, of course, that was the whole goal. We want everyone to watch this movie. Um the integrity and the purity of the film is 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 right there so everyone can see it and it, it can be digestible, you know. The first part of the movie is the problem, the second part of the movie is the solution and the hope. Because we want people to live with hope. Yes, tears because this is real, but with hope, okay, I I, I want to do something. I, I want to join the army. I will do something and I and I, again as I said before, I hope they will ask themselves, what can I do? Well, the first thing they need to do is just tell everyone what you saw in the movie. Tell more people to go and see the movie because if the movie continues with this success, then the media, secular media, mainstream media, everybody is obligated to talk about the success of the film, more important about the topic of the film. And then millions of people will hear about this and then there's no more excuses of, oh, I didn't know. Now you know. What are you going to do about it? Do you think that parents should bring their kids if they're 13 and up? Or is that just like a parent by parent? I, well, I that's a, that promise to God one day. And I made a promise to my mother and to my. So I was trying to show the one where he. God, I can't remember what he calls the. Uh, film. 
it's not it's the way he the term he uses is like holy shit like when you put it that way it's like oh my god well and even right there he talked about using it as a mil you know jo go join the military like a military yes. recruitment tool it's like what i wish i knew which one it was for some reason i don't have it uh well dude and like i notice weird shit like this in clips that it may be, maybe i'm overlooking like i'm i'm looking into it too deep or whatever why the fuck is this dude wearing a tie and it's undone is he trying because to act they, like yeah he's just a normal guy it's like why not just wear a t-shirt like they're going they're taking the extra step to make this seem like he's just a normal dude that you want to go have a beer with right like that's the yeah. whole thing with these and like i busted out that tim ballard you know because like on tim cast he tells the story about how his wife said one phrase you know but we cut it out of the movie you know it was so impactful we had to cut it out of the movie because you know i felt like less of a man because she's so she's so tough and then when he tells it a different time it's like when he tells it on tim cast he makes it sound like he's at home with his wife and then every time else he's telling the story he it's he was on the phone with her. He was actually somewhere else, you know. And is that that dude that has like really elaborate stories all the time, and they just yeah, don't make sense? Very excited about uh, this. You have guy. a picture of him. What did you say his name was? The Tim Ballard guy. The the, the guy. okay. I just wanted to see if I'm thinking of the right guy because I never believe a fucking word. Yeah, I never believe a word this dude says. Yeah, he's yeah, a, dude. He's I have all these yes. clips to him where he just like he gets so excited talking about this stuff it's fucking weird yeah know? i don't believe a word that dude says oh lies and exaggerations like tim cast during this interview tim cast just fawning over him he's like you know i couldn't believe it was real you know the the writing i thought it was just great writing and then the directors well you know we had to take liberty with this part and this part you know he'd let uh tim Pool just fawn over you know this scene and how amazing it was i can't believe the writing and then tim ballard would be like well you know we had to do this and that and it would you could kind of see in tim pool it would kind of crush his little fantasy but then he would just shift into something you know well you know you have to do that stuff you know it's of course there's some embellishments you know because you got to tell a story but yeah, i remember when i used to like those all those different shows tim pool freaking turning point candace owens i used to like all those guys and i'm like fuck all these tim people pool has a band yeah, you know, Candace Owens was a left wing fucking nut job before she uh, got paid to. Yeah, you know, he has that band, and I guess the drummer is Pete Parada from the Offspring, the one that they kicked out of the Offspring. Oh Jesus! Because we had him on the show, right? And uh, he's like, it's funny because Forkface made a funny video of Tim Pool's band and Tim singing like a completely out of tune and singing about retarded stuff. And it's just funny to find out we're interviewing Pete Parada and he he's the fucking drummer in the video. That's nuts. <laughs> like that's what? so funny. You're in a band with Tim Pool. Like yeah, yeah. That's that's wild. Fuck. Well, gentlemen, I gotta run. I gotta hop to another call before we get out of here. Uh, Chris, let everybody know where they can find you, man. Uh, anything of mine is at rainedoutrantcast.com. And then uh, every morning, Monday through Thursday from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central, I'm on AM Wake Up with Steve there. Mike, and oh, shit, I might have pronounced his last name wrong. <laughs> we but, know what uh, you're talking about. You, uh, Yeah, yeah, you can catch me there on Rumble. Uh, 
it's out on Rockfin. I pissed Rockfin off again today. So nice. Gotta quit doing that. They finally, yeah. The one of the main dudes commented on one of my posts, and Jay Dyer blocked me, and so I probably pissed everybody off again. Hey, wait. How are they? How are they going to get mad at you if it's a bastion of free speech? Yeah, dude. That's that's crazy. I poked at them for years and years, and now I'm on rockfin but i'm not on rockfin right because i co-host am wake up which is like next to jason Burmis. it's the biggest morning thing on rockfin and uh so i don't know what's gonna happen now with jamie i think his name is or jesse or whatever because he don't follow me and i don't follow him but he's commenting on my comments about rockfin i didn't even tag rockfin in it Interesting. So someone seen it. Senate. Yeah, someone let him know, and he went out of his way to comment. Which it's it was a little miscommunication on that thing, but still, I I still I'm not a big fan of Rockfin. It's not I, a secret, you know. But yeah, you can catch me on AM Wake Up over there if you you know uh, in the mornings. We usually like tomorrow's T Lab Tuesday where we got Ryan Christian from uh, T Lab coming on. He comes on every Tuesday. Every Wednesday, we got T. Snyder comes on for Revelation Revolution Wednesdays. And then Thursdays, we usually have uh, Texas Slim on from Beef Initiative to talk about, like, foods and stuff, uh, getting to know your local ranchers and helping hook up, like, local producers of meat and stuff like that. Sounds cool, man. Yeah. So Definitely. Go check out. Thank you, man. I appreciate you joining us, Chris. Thank you. It was fun. Right, what do you got going? Yeah, same old stuff, man. Sorry, I didn't really bring my A game tonight. I'm usually a lot more chatty and probably interrupting people a lot more. But, um, you know, just not feeling 100%, lazy, all the shit. You <laughs> talked about it with, uh, it, seem, it seems like maybe maybe the food has something to do with it. I don't know, though, because it was all like good homemade food. We didn't get like all kind of, like, you know, we didn't do the Thanksgiving, like super crazy carb shit. Uh, a lot of meat, a lot of, you know, healthy seeming stuff, but um yeah man just just trying to get back into the grind trying to get excited about podcasting again it was kind of gay for a little while right it was really (laughs) really whack for a little while i didn't do Um, my show for three months yeah i mean i've i haven't really i've cut back a little bit but like going from like four shows i was doing like four episodes a week and then now i'm doing like one a week and i'm mostly doing cunt you know the new show um we've got some guests lined up and stuff like that actually chris i wanted to have you on dude um to talk more about the uh pogo and zephyr shit if you're down we can do that if you want Um, i made a couple videos and stuff to go along with that stuff yeah i just think that you know talking about that kind of stuff is fun and and it's uh you know i'm trying to go about it more intelligently now i'm not trying to go too crazy because there is uh you know there's a there's a there's reason to not just go balls to the wall, right? Like you can do this smart and instead of just being like, you know, threatening people and shit like I was in the past. Um, but yeah, man, just trying to have fun and, and uh, be smart about it. And I'm trying to focus more on honestly, like making products that are fun for people. Like I said, the, the kind of pairing up with uh paranoid American got the soap thing. That's alive and well, just fucking waiting on our second order. It's taking a lot longer than it should have. Um, two new scents coming out that are going to be dope. People are going to like those. Nice. And um, yeah, man, we got the Black Cube and Messy Nessie. Those are going to be the two new scents. Messy Nessie. Um, but yeah, just having fun, man. What about you, Matt? What are you doing? 
Uh, nothing. I'm getting ready to slow it down a little bit for the end of the year. Uh, going to take a little time, like the last week of the year off and just do nothing. So I got one or two more things I want to do before the end of the year, but, but, but a, nothing major. I'm just worried. I got a, we got a couple good shows. We got, uh, next Monday at masturbators. We're going to do some, uh, timeline talk, which will be fun. And then we got a couple good shows lined up to end the year and we'll get that rolling. So looking forward to it, man. It's a, it's a crazy time of the year with Christmas and everything coming up and just buckling up for 2024. Can't wait. It's so, going to be a bloodletting. Oh, it's going to be great. There's going to be never ending content for 2024. It's going to be a beautiful thing. Yeah. So, all right, gentlemen, with that, I got to get out of here. Stay strong. Question everything. Later, guys. Are you working? What kind of work do you do? The liberal consensus can only be maintained in a censorship environment. The minute that you take away the censorship, right-wing ideas flourish. You know, when I talk to people, they say they genuinely have never heard these ideas before. And it's, it's incredible. It's like an embargo on information. There's so much talk about banned books and the Nazis burning books in 1984 and Fahrenheit 451. But there's quite literally an embargo going on right now of an entire worldview, which is historical, which is thousands of years. Every generation believed this stuff. I say my viewpoint, which people call me racist, sexist, anti-Semitic for, and all the comments are positive, saying, wow, actually, he's well-spoken. He made some good points. I never thought of it that way because they've been prevented from hearing it by our supposed pro-education, pro, you know, the, the cure for fascism is reading. The cure for racism is travel. So we need to get the message out there because the truth is on our side and we need to abide by the truth for things to work.